You see, so many times we are defeated by what we say. The more negatively you keep speaking, the more formidable the issue becomes. So we have to be aligned to be obedient to the word of God. The revelation of God's word, what you see in God's word, makes all the difference. John 1.5 tells us, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. With a flick of a switch, a dark room is lighted. What if we had that same light about challenges facing us today? How much more victorious could we live if we had the light needed for the situation before us? In today's message, discover how the light of God's Word can bring timely solutions to real-life questions. Join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family for this life-giving message. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are talking about winning through the light of God's word this morning. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I call it the, the hall of fame of faith. Those are my heroes. He says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, when it comes to faith, hope comes first for your faith to be able to work. And hope that image that you have. So it's very important to realize that. So so many times you have your faith and to believe God to see certain things in your life. But hope comes first. And even as we have entered this new month, my prayer is that that which God has for your life in this new month of February of 2020 will be fulfilled in your life. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that which he has packaged for you will be fulfilled. It's so important to, to, to realize that. This is not my main point. But in Revelation chapter 22 verse 2, he says, talking about heaven, he says, In the middle of his street, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Well, it, people, are, people are also part of the nations. Every month, God has an agenda for the month. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, that which God has for your life. In this month, may you receive all of it in the name of Jesus. I said, may you receive all of it in the name of Jesus. No matter what you are dealing with in life, in the mighty name of Jesus, in this month, may God reveal himself to you. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. That was just, a, just an appetizer. Let's get back to the main meal here. Amen. So, so it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope is what you see before faith can have something to act on it. Go with me to Joshua chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Joshua chapter 6. This is when they got to the wall of Jericho. He says, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty man of valor. We want to focus on that word see this morning. You see, Jericho, to give you a background, that wall was like 95 feet high. Very tall. And historians also tell us that it was very wide enough to where a chariot could ride on that wall. And these were the same people that had gone past 
They've gone through the Red Sea. God also parted the Jordan and they went through. You see, so many times in life, it feels like when one problem is solved, then another shows up. I just went through the Red Sea. I just went through the wilderness. You saw all these miracles. You saw the goodness of God. You went through Jordan. Then here now, Jericho, and it's walled up. And you have to go through Jericho to get to the promised land. You see, sometimes what you, what you deal with, what you are faced with, really the, the first thing that needs to happen is to destroy the Jericho on the inside of you. Because when you look at those circumstances, you are tempted to be in despair, to have a sense of hopelessness and a sense of defeat. So the first thing that he tells him there is see. He has to change what he's seen before those walls can come down. The image has to change. He has to see differently. And notice God, when he was talking, he says, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king, and the mighty man of valor. The scene comes first. Before he says, I have given you. You see, the, the, the hope comes first. If not, I'm going to give you. From God's perspective, God calls those things that be not as though they were. That's faith. The walls are still up, but from God's perspective, they are gone. But he says, see, I've given you. So the question this morning is, what do you see? Do you see defeat? Are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling discouraged? Do you see that there is no way out? Is the wall or whatever you are dealing with so high that it, gets, it, it, it even seems higher than God? God is saying, see, whatever you are faced with, I have given it into your hand. And so, he had to, he had to change that. And then, they started, we'll get, I'll get back to the sea, but it's the scene part. But he's saying that much around the city... Go around it, the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven trumpets, seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpet. And it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him. He said to him, see, and then he gave him the strategy to take the city. How do you take a city and you start going around every day in silence? It doesn't, it doesn't add up. And you know why they said he should, keep, they should, he should keep quiet? Those people were very, they were used to complaining and grumbling. <laughs> if they start going out, somebody is going to say, what is the use of going around that wall every day? He's going to spoil the whole thing. So you keep quiet. You see, so many times we are defeated by what we say. You are looking at the circumstance and talking the circumstance, the negative things that you, you keep talking the negatively, and then the thing becomes, the more negatively you keep speaking, the more formidable the issue becomes. So he said, you people, I know, I know you people. <laughs> I'm, I use, I'm used to you, you people. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> keep your mouth shut. Everyone, hands on your mouth. Go around the wall the first day. 
And can you, can you, I mean, if you don't have anything positive to say, just keep quiet. <laughs> so they go, they go around, and you can imagine what is going through the mind of the people in Jericho. Are we going to have a picnic here? <laughs> you are going around the wall. First day, they go back. The second day, silence. And all, they are going before the ark. And then the seventh day, they said these people are changing strategy. They are going seven times. You see, you know what God is doing? He is building their faith to a point where it can be released. You see, we have a light switch in this place. When we come here and it's dark, there's power flowing through here. If you don't believe it, you just disconnect it and touch the wire. You get an experience. There's power flowing, even though you don't, you don't, you don't feel it. But it takes the switch to bring the light on. When you go to the water faucet at home, there is water behind it. It takes the switch <laughs> to bring the water on. When you get in your car after church today, there's power in that car if it's working right. <laughs> the key is if it's working right. But hopefully that. However you start the car, whether you push a button or you f- switch the key, the key is what makes contact with that power. For the power to flow. You see, God's power is everywhere. Right now, God's power is, is, this place is charged with the power of God. How do you contact that power? You see that all through the Bible. God calls, I mean, he sets a day and a, or a moment where you make contact with that power so that power can flow. You see it all throughout the Bible. Sometimes he will tell people to do different things. But the ultimate goal is to build their faith and to get to that place. When they take that action, their faith is released and a miracle is the result. And so many, so many times, as led by the Holy Spirit, he takes different forms. For, for Naaman, he told him, dip seven times in, in that river. He goes in one. He, he's trusting that what the prophet said is true. When he gets the seven times, his faith is released and a miracle is the result. So we have to be learned to be obedient to the word of God. To the man, one of the blind people, Jesus, made him blind, rubbed clay on his, on his eyes, and said, go to the pool of Siloam and wash there. How is a blind man going to get there? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> the blind man may say, I, Jesus, I took a shower today. I'm all clean. Why should I go and dip in the river? Go to the river and go and wash in there. It's getting him to release his faith. I don't care whether you took a shower. Go into the river. That's obedient. Go there. <laughs> but anyway, so God, set, God is setting them up for them to release their faith when the trumpet is blown. And when they did that, a miracle was the result. You see, your attitude makes all the difference. The athletes will tell you that if they lose their mental attitude, they are going to lose the game. You see, for you to win in life, for you to overcome the battles, for you to overcome the things that you are dealing with, number one, the revelation of God's word, what you see in God's word, makes all the difference. See, I have given Jericho into you. Not I'm going to. You have to see the victory before you can actually see it, before it can actually come into your hand. Or you can experience it in the natural. So I pray in the name of Jesus that no matter what you are dealing with, by the revelation of the word of God, may you gain victory and in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
But I want, I, we want to stay on, on, that, on, that, on that same part a little bit this morning. You see, it, what, what, when, we say, when we are talking about sea, we are talking about the revelation of the word of God. What you see in God's word makes all the difference. The Bible says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 that for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. You've been listening to Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International. At Word Mission Church International, kids' ministry is thriving. You can plug in to serve our community or even go on mission trips with the church. We are a Bible-believing church with prayer at the heart of all we do. We hold a weekly prayer meeting Wednesday at 6 p.m. and have services on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80915. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or simply let us know this message has been a blessing. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. And then he repeats it again in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. Notice how Isaiah puts it. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13 he puts it this way. He says, therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. So, so the revelation or the knowledge or the light of God's word comes, you remain in captivity. What is the solution? Notice what the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 1. My Lord and my God. I'm blessed already. If I just went home, I, I'll have gone to church. In the beginning, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And then... Verse 7 says, talking about John, he says, This came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. So he calls Jesus Christ the word, then he goes on to call him the light. You see, you see the lack of knowledge is ignorance or darkness but when the light or the revelation of the word of God comes that light shines on your path and then you know which way to go so the revelation of the word of God or the light of God's word makes all the difference whether you are going to walk in victory or, or, or remain in defeat one time in Acts chapter, Acts chapter 8 Philip had gone to preach he had done a citywide meeting and then God carried him away, and then he went to meet somebody else, an Ethiopian Enoch. And this Ethiopian Enoch was reading the book of Isaiah. He, he, he was just reading the Bible. But notice what the Bible says in Acts chapter 8, talking about light and the revelation of God's word. It's one thing to read the Bible. It's one other thing to see what God is saying in there. So verse 30 says, so Philip ran to him, Acts chapter 8 verse 30, and heard him reading through Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. 
The place in the scripture where he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who would declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? 34. So the Enoch asked Philip and said, I ask you of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself, of some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Very, very important. The question he asks in verse 30, he says, do you understand what you are reading? This man was reading the scriptures. He was reading the Bible. Jesus was right there and he couldn't see him. He comes to him and and asks him a very important question. Do you understand what you are reading? Do you see it? And I like Philip. He's an evangelist. No matter where the evangelist starts from in the Bible, you see Jesus and preach Jesus from there. Beginning right from that scripture, he ministered to him. He saw it. And later on, he said, what prevents me from being baptized? What made the difference? Understanding. Understanding. The light of God's word. The light, the light came on, and he saw it. And this morning, as I'm teaching and preaching, he says, he says, how can I understand unless someone guides me? As I'm teaching, as I'm preaching, that may the light of God's word open up any area of your life where you need to see which direction to go. In the mighty name of Jesus, because ultimately the Holy Spirit is the one teaching you. He's the one ministering the word of God to you. May your eyes open in the mighty name of Jesus. Too many times we are reading the Bible and we are not seeing it. That is why this prayer in Colossians chapter 1 is very important. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Colossians chapter 1. Notice the prayer and you can pray this prayer for yourself as well. Anytime you don't know what to do, you don't know the will of God, you you don't know which way to go, this is a good prayer. He says, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom. Notice the phrase, and spiritual understanding. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance, notice this, notice this, of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of the Greek literally says the remission of sin. The inheritance is already yours. It already belongs to you. But he's praying that your eyes will be open. You will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You see, if you don't have spiritual understanding, next to your salvation, the greatest thing that can happen to you is one of the greatest things that can happen to you is the revelation of God's word. The understanding of God's way. If that doesn't happen, this is what happens. Proverbs 21 verse 16. This thing is so important. That's why I'm taking my time. He says, a man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. 
So because if you don't have spiritual understanding of on any issue, even though you are saved, you are abiding in the congregation of the dead. You are saved. God has an inheritance for you. But with the lack of spiritual, because of a lack of spiritual understanding, those virtues of salvation don't show up in your life. That will not be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray may you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual understanding. May that which God has for your life, may that which God has for your family, may that which God has for you, may he open your eyes that you may be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, a lack of spiritual understanding makes a believer look like he's not saved. That will not be your testimony. Your eyes will be opened to see. Understanding is so important that he says in Proverbs chapter 4, thank you Lord Jesus, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, he says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. You, we must see what God is saying. We must understand what God is saying. Very, 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 very important. You see, once you see something, you see, sometimes you may be reading the Bible or we are ministering and something. You see, I see it, I see it, I see it. You see, you, you can't see, you can't doubt what you see. That's why he told Joshua, see it. You can't doubt the color of this suit. You know it. Even if the devil came here and told you that this is not the color, you say, get away from here. I know this is the color. I'm seeing it. <laughs> Even if you are Thomas, that we call him Doubting Thomas. When he saw Jesus, he said it's okay. So what God wants to happen in your life in this season is for you to see what he has. By the revelation of the word of God. And when you see it, it doesn't matter the Jericho wall. It doesn't matter the impossibility. That you refuse to be discouraged because all of a sudden, God is your God. All of a sudden, God is bigger than that wall. All of a sudden, God is bigger than that giant. All of a sudden, God is bigger than that mountain. And in the mighty name of Jesus, this morning I speak into your life. I don't know what you may be confronted with. I don't know what you may be dealing with. In the mighty name of Jesus, it may be staring at you in the face. But I've come to announce to you by the word of the Lord. Oh, but as you see what God is saying, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may those walls come crumbling down in Jesus. Jesus name if you believe that say amen. amen thank you Lord Jesus glory be to the name of the Lord a biblical proof of our spiritual understanding is our unshakable faith you cannot stagger a thing that you have seen the apostle said the apostle said in Acts chapter 4 verse 20 when they were confronted they said, we, there's no way. We have to speak and testify of the things that we have seen. We have to speak and testify of the things that we have seen. Nothing can move you when you see what God is saying in his word. What God has for your life. One time, I, I, I saw in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 9, he says that the prophet of the earth is for all. And the king is served by, from the field. 
Oh, then I said, it's a level playing field. <laughs> Success is a level playing, playing field. We trust this message has been timely and a blessing. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, we invite you to join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Whether it's kids' church or local or foreign missions, we know you'll fit right into our diverse church family. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or prayer request. If you said the salvation prayer, we would like to bless you with a new Bible and materials for your new walk. Stop by at any service and let us know you just got saved. If you want to partner with us to reach many more people for the gospel, simply text GIVE to 719-235-5591 to give. Learn more at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Word Mission Church International Bible-Rich Sermons Authentic Fellowship.